Here we go. I want you to turn to 2 Timothy chapter 2. And uh, verse number, I'll start at verse number 20. You can be seated while we are reading. We'll remind you there will be a fundraiser after service. You can support our young people uh, that are raising funds to go on this uh, trip. And this is a trip not just to have fun, but they will be engaged in uh, spiritual activity, godly activity, I should say. Some spiritual activities are not godly. Amen. You have it? Everybody say, I have it, if you have it. If you don't have it, it'll be on the screen. But in a great house, everybody say a great house. There are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth. In a great house. In a great house, there is everything. If you are looking for a perfect house, you won't find it on the planet. If you're looking for a perfect institution, you won't find it on the planet. If you're looking for a perfect human, you won't find it on the planet. If you're looking for a perfect church, you won't find it on this planet. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth meaning clay, and some to honor and some to dishonor. You're going to have that which is honorable in a great house, and you're going to have that which is not honorable in a great house. I want to remind you that this is the Bible. I want you to remind, I want to remind you that this is the word of God. And the word of God says that, hey, in every great house, there's going to be some people that are not honorable. Can I tell you, you can't let people who are dishonorable stop you from being what you need to be in God. You cannot blame someone else when you fall. You can't blame someone else when you struggle with the church. You can't blame someone else when you when, when when all of a sudden you get all bent out of shape with the church, but you got a right relationship with God. I'm telling you what, no one who has a who's bent out of shape with the church has a right relationship with God. I'm sorry, you got a problem with my wife, you got a problem with me. Oh, hallelujah. I'm gonna say that again. If you got a problem with my wife then you have a problem with me because we're one. And he said, this is the bride of Christ. If you got a problem with the bride, you got a problem with the husband. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. When I find that I have a problem with the church, I need to get something right. 
you have a problem with my children, you got a problem with me. Hello? I'm going to say it again. Now, what, 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 which one of you adults, uh, parents, that, you know, some, somebody come up and just, you know, slap your children around? <laughs> right? Kick them up, you know, and, or, or, or come around and start talking about your children. Yeah, that little kid, little snot-nosed rug rat, little curtain-climbing baby kid. You hear somebody talking about your kids like that? What will you do? Oh, no, you're not talking about my kids like that. Well, I wonder how the father feels when you're talking about his children. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we just need to shut up. Sometimes, you know, there's sometimes I just have to pull it in. When I have a thought, you know, thank God thoughts are fleeting. And you get a thought, you you entertain that thought. And next thing you know, you start marinating that thought. You just preparing it. You start seasoning that thought. Just getting it ready for the cooking. You gotta be careful when you get thoughts in your mind. And don't take hold of them. Even if it's right. Or even if it's true. Because then when you begin to speak it, you bring power to the thought. Before you spoke it, it was dead. Before you spoke it, it was dormant. But then once you let it out and you blabbered it out of your mouth, you gave the thought power. So that's why the Bible talks about sometimes, I'm going to say it like this, just shut up. I know it doesn't say that word. Some of y'all think shut up is curse word, so y'all can pray for me afterwards. You know, the word, if I say up, that, that just curse. If I say shut, is that curse? So why when I put shut up together, it's cursing. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that's just my philosophy. It may be rude and all that. Just shut up. So I'm not telling you to shut up. I'm telling you to tell yourself sometimes, shut up. Because sometimes you just, okay, I'm going to say it this way. Be, I'm going to be politically correct because you know we have to be. Pol- just be quiet. When you don't really have anything nice to say, just don't say anything at all. You know, sometimes there's a, you got to be careful what you say. You know, just reeling on in. Oh, Because when you begin to, I, I, now this, is not, this is not what I'm going to talk about. When you begin to talk about the things of God, the things that God loves, and the things he died for. Oh, you messing with you messing with God now? Uh huh. You're not just messing with somebody. Now you're all in God stuff, and you don't want God as an enemy. Oh, hallelujah! See, sometimes we make enemy we make enemy of God, and we don't even realize we do it. There are two things that you can become an enemy of God with. One, 
When you love this world so much that you don't give God any attention. And God say he that loves the world is at enmity with God. You are in opposition with God. And so God opposes you. Amen. When you love the world. Secondly, when you uh, oppose his people. Or you attack his people. And so you can become the enemy of God. All right. So I took care of those two things. That's not what I want to get to. All right. The scripture goes on and says, if any man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel of honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. So here we are. Flee also youthful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, which is love, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So I need to put away some things. I need to purge myself. I, I need to uh, to uh, be sanctified and so I can be meat or uh, good for the master's use and prepare for every good work. He says, also, I got to flee from useful lust and I need to follow at the righteousness, faith, charity, peace. Hear that? Follow at the righteousness. I need to follow at the faith. I need to follow at the love, and I need to follow at the peace. You know what? That would get rid of a lot of stuff I'm battling with. We say, I'm struggling with this, and I'm struggling with that. You can stop struggling simply by following. Notice, flee youthful lust, but follow righteousness. If I'm following, okay, let me just give you an example. Okay, your righteousness. Come on. And since I know he won't get offended, your loof, useful lust. <laughs> and the Bible says he's, he's, he's useful lust. Go ahead. And here's righteousness. All right. Stand up, faith. And you stand up, love which is charity. And can I get some peace in the house? Go ahead, peace. You peace. I need some peace in the house. You peace. So I got all these things I can follow. I'm sorry, Brother Valley. I'll take you out to lunch one day since you're youthful lust. All right. So here's you, and I, I'm, he'll tell you, he understand it's not something you're like, oh, my. I had to have somebody. All right. And it wasn't going to be my wife. She wasn't going to be youthful lust because I wouldn't <laughs> Okay, so here we go. Just walk. Just walk like you normally do, see? And lo- useful walk, man. They walk. See that? <laughs> useful lust. Come on. Go ahead. See what I mean? Now, we want to follow that because that's cool. Go ahead. Useful lust. See? That, that boy got to walk, huh? Big sound. See that? Huh? Make you want to follow <laughs> Make them shoulders kind of go back and forth, right? Ah, now come on, go ahead. Now here's righteousness. You know righteousness is not. Come on, righteousness is not going to walk like that. See, look at that. See, look at it. Ah, that's righteousness. See. Come on, give me some charity. Give me some love. Don't fall out to love. Love them. Would you just walk up there? Uh-huh. Yeah. Go ahead. Love. See, I got love. And uh, here we go. 
I mean, who was that? You was faith? Oh, you faith. Oh, yeah, he looked like faith, doesn't he? Come on. Come on. All right, give me some charity. Give me some love. Oh, yeah, that's some love up in the house. There you go. That's a lot of love. <laughs> a lot of love. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. And here we go. I got some peace. Come on. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Now, I got all these. I can choose to follow. But we got to flee. Go ahead, useful lust. No matter how cool it looks. Huh? No matter how, se- how good it seems, you know, I got to walk like that. But I need to, I, I have a choice. And most of the time, youthful lust is not following where charity is going. And I, come on, charity. Come on, love. Come on, faith. Come on, peace. Normally, they are normally keeping good company. And normally, you, when you have some righteousness, you're going to have some faith. And, and when you have some righteousness, you're going to have some peace. And when you have righteousness, you're going to have some love. And, and so, oh, who is righteous? Come on. Lead the way, righteousness. Come on, righteous leading the way. Come on. You got some right. You got some faith. And you got some faith. You got some charity. You got some peace. And, and you can choose what you're going to follow. Hey, and, and if I follow those things, I have a pure heart, and I call upon him. But now, you see, I can choose whether I'm, come on, that's it, whether I'm going to be a a vessel of honor or of, come on, dishonor. Come on. Now, now, useful lust want to try to hang with some some righteousness and peace and, and faith and all that. But it just can't get with it. As a matter of fact, go ahead and say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, see, they don't even say hallelujah right. <laughs> go ahead and say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See? <laughs> see, it got, it got a little different sound to it. And, and you can kind of detect it. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, I like that peace sound. I like the sound of peace. Oh, hallelujah. Service dismissed. <laughs> but no, we want to hang with, we want to hang with youthful lust. Uh-huh. And then some of us, you know, when we get older, we're still trying to hang with some youthful lust. We want to feel young again. And we're forgetting about all that. And see what happens then now, I have dishonor and not honor. And, pitch, and, and you know what? I can't call upon God out of a pure heart because I got all that youthful lust in me, desire. In other words, that's not talking about flesh, you know, you don't want to hook up and all that. It's talking about anything that draws you away from that. Desires. Or your youth. You know, when you're young, you just want any and every, all kinds of stuff. Thank you. I owe you a burger or something. And here we go. Next verse, please. 
But foolish, come on, thank you, and unlearned questions, avoid. Foolish and unlearned questions. Y'all can go ahead. Thank you. Y'all did a good job, man. Didn't they do a good job? You see how the way they just stood up there like that? Man, that, I mean, I, they, and when it comes to just standing like that, they, you need somebody stand? Get them, man. They're they, they really good. And, but you got foolish and unlearned questions. You got to avoid them. You got to flee from useful lust. But those foolish, you know, people like to talk a bunch, a bunch of foolish stuff that don't add up to about nothing. They said avoid them because all they do is gender strife and strife is contention. You, are, you know, you're fighting them, you know, because, you know, people ask a bunch of silly questions about nothing. You know, you get into these debates that really doesn't matter. You, 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 know, you want to discuss, well, you know what, who, who, uh, who were the sons uh, in, in the book of Genesis chapter 6 and who, who were the, 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 the sons of God? And, you know, well, some say they were giants in the land. And some say, you know, some, some of that things really doesn't. Some people ask me questions and I say, you know, I don't know. I say, well, you know, the Bible, God doesn't really give the exact specific answer. And when people try to give something, they, they really add to the scripture. They try to make something up. And I, if, if, if God doesn't say it, he doesn't want you to know it. There's just some things God is not going to tell you. Oh, hallelujah. I said, there's some things God is not going to tell you. If he didn't tell me in his word, then he didn't tell me. But you know what? I, I need to avoid. There are some things I need to avoid. I'm sorry, guys. He owes you a burger. Go ahead. You avoid the foolish questioning and the talking and all that. Because they, all they're going to do is bring forth strife. You get to arguing with people and all that. You don't need all that. Next verse. Now, y'all can sit down now. Y'all did really good. Oh, because I told them they stood up real nice. Y'all want to stand? Go ahead. You can stand. And a servant of the Lord must not strive. He said, okay, first of all, you need to know this. If you start getting all these, you know, arguments and all that, you're going to, uh, it's going to cause uh, strife. And, and the servant of the Lord must not strive. Must not be in contention. Always arguing. You know, I try to avoid, you know, I just feel like, man, my wife, I, I want to avoid that. Hello? And, and but uh, be gentle uh, and to all men. Now, see, this is now, this is, we're talking about scripture now. You know, people like to just get all hyped up, but we don't really want to read the Bible for what it says. And it says what? The servant of the Lord must be what? Gentle. Unto who? All. I know it just means some right there. Right? It just means the people you really like. I, I can get off on this person. Apt to teach. You know why you got to be gentle? Because you got to be ready to teach. That may be someone that's ready to receive God. And what if a person just, you know, persecuted you and then all of a sudden they want God like the Apostle Paul? We were enemies of the cross and then next thing you know, we became friends of the cross. Now, what if 
We were enemy to cross because we didn't know any better. Now, all of a sudden, we realize our, our ways and we want to turn to him. And then some Christian folks say, you know what? No. He gave us a chance. What if the person who's done you the most wrong say, now, I want to come to God now? What are you going to do? Tell them, you know what? You go find somebody else to talk to. I ain't teaching you nothing. I'm not teaching you anything. Oh, I think I just heard a, a toe go crunch. Right? The person who's done you the most wrong. See, some of you just start thinking about that person. And you saw fire come up under their feet. <laughs> Y'all know that's right. Person did you the most wrong. You start, oh my goodness, I saw it. And, and, and God said we have to have that type of attitude. Because the, pe- the, people, the people who've done him the most wrong, who did him the most wrong, he was saying forgive them. They don't even know what they're doing. If somebody, you know, you see walking down the street and they are just beside themselves, they're crazy. You know they're crazy, right? I mean, you see they haven't bathed or, you know, they got on the same clothes and they just out of their mind. You see, and they're talking to themselves and all that. You ever seen somebody like that? They're talking to themselves. You know they're not right in their mind and all that. And they just, they, and they just talking. And they're talking in the air. No one's around. They're talking. You say they're crazy, right? So you happen to go by them and they say, you, you, you're no good. What are you going to do? Oh, no, you talking about me. Huh? Oh, no, 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 you didn't say what? You say, y'all, you ain't say nothing. Come on. No, you don't do all that. Yeah, they don't even phase you. And that's what Jesus said. Hey, they don't know what they're doing. You think about your worst enemy and say, you know what? They don't even know what they're doing. I'm not going to get all worked up for them. Oh, I'm trying to help somebody in here. Because you can't have righteousness, peace, and love, and all that stuff when you're keeping all that stuff harbored in you. Now, what is more valuable to you? You know, for some people, it's more valuable. Come on. Come on, back up. Come on. The other one. The bad guy. Come on. See, some people, this is more valuable. So I, I'm offended, so I got a right to be offended and be upset because someone did me wrong. So, hey, I'm going to keep all that stuff with me. And to me, it's more valuable because, you know what, it, it, it makes me feel like uh, I, I'm right. And I am forfeiting all the good stuff that God has for me. What's more valuable, God's righteousness and his peace and his love? Or to hold on to grudges and strife. Oh, hallelujah. I'm sorry. See, people already painted a a bad picture about you guys. These guys are all right, trust me. Next week, there'll be love, righteousness, and peace and all that. Verse number 25. Here we go. In meekness, instructing uh, those that oppose themselves. If God, peradventure, will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. Now, I'm going to twist this because I just said, you know, the scripture is talking about us being on the side of teaching them. I want you to get your mirror up. 
Get your selfie out. But I want to place, I want us to place ourselves in the position of those people. For someone instructing them. See, look, when people struggle, they are opposing themselves. Go get your picture out. Verse number 25. 26, I'm sorry. And that they may recover themselves. Everybody say recover themselves. Out of the snare of the devil who have taken, uh, who are taken captive by him at his will. Now, that they may recover themselves out of the snare. Why are they in the snare? Verse 25 told us. They oppose themselves. If the devil has you, it's not because of the devil. If you have one foot in the world, it's not because of the world. If you're struggling in your walk with God, stop blaming any and everyone else. Now, this message is for everyone. I'm just going to let you in on a little secret. I, I want you to see my greatest enemy. It's not her. You see that? See, you see my greatest enemy? Look at, look at it. See, I know we don't think that. Y'all see that? See, when we think about our greatest enemy, I know you got your mind made up as someone else. Oh, I'm trying to help somebody. I'm here to tell you, you're in the predicament you're in because of someone else. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm talking, I'm talking, I feel the Holy Ghost, son. Amen. Everything that I'm going through is because of someone else. Some of us have loved ones that we're blaming. Some of us have former loved ones that we're blaming. Some of us have spouses that we're blaming. Parents that we're blaming. The devil. The world. If I am taken captive, the devil may be the one who's being used. He may be the tool. Verse number 26. Then I'm in the snare of the devil who has taken me, but I can recover myself. They said, uh, the guy, um, David, he was a prophet. He was a psalmist. He was a king. He was all those things. He was the anointed. And um, he got himself in the pickle. And uh, everybody wanted to stone him. They, they, they were blaming him for the enemy taking all the women. It, it was the Philistines or the Amalekites. Amalekites. Taking all the women and the children. And they were like, hey, it's your fault. You see, when things go wrong, people are going to point their finger at you. Say, it's your fault. And David said, okay, you know what? 
Maybe I'm responsible. He didn't blame anyone else. Hear me now. He didn't blame anyone else. He took responsibility for himself and he went to go talk to the Lord. And the Bible says that, that, that David encouraged himself in the Lord. David's, that word encouraged means to strengthen. David strengthened himself in God. Too many times we're looking for strength from some other source. And David said, you know what? Hey, hey, if I'm going to be strong, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to have me a workout. David encouraged himself in the Lord. Hey, if you need to be strong in the Lord, hey, just look in the mirror. Take a selfie. And the Bible says, David said, you know what? He had a talk with God and he said, what should I do? Shall I overtake them? Shall I pursue? And God, God says, hey, pursue and you shall recover all. It's no one else's fault. I'm my worst enemy. Now, David could have had a pity party. Now, I'm just going to tell you like this. We all have a reason that we can have a pity party. Let me go ahead. Do you have a reason to have a pity party? You have a reason to have a pity party? You have a reason to have a pity party? You have a reason to have a pity party? You have a reason to have a pity party? You have a reason to have a pity party? You have a reason to have a pity party? Huh? You have a reason to have a pity party? I have a reason to have a pity party. I don't know about anybody. Huh? You have a reason to have a pity party? Huh? We all do. You want me to tell you? You, you have a reason to have a pity party? You don't want me to mess with you, man. Mm? <laughs> we, we all have a reason that we can have a pity party. And when we do that, we oppose ourselves. We are... Now, it's almost like an animal. You know what a snare is? It's not just a trap. It's a trap that you don't see. You see, I used to do crabbing before when I could eat crabs. And I used to have crab traps. You don't even hide crab traps. You just put some food out. Now, but a snare... You cover up a snare. It's deceptive. You put stuff so no one can see it. Now the Bible tells us that when we oppose ourselves, we get caught in the snare of the enemy. We get caught up, right? He got you. And he doesn't really even have to cover up the snare. And the Bible says that we can recover ourselves out of the snare of the devil when, when we stop opposing ourselves. Take, get your pull, your pull, your picture out. Now I know I'm not preaching 100 miles an hour. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to deliver a simple message. Let me see your picture. You ain't taking a picture yourself. Let me see. Oh, now see. See, she's, she got two mirrors. <laughs> All right? 
double trouble. Look on both sides. She says, you got double mirror too? Huh? Oh, double, okay, just a regular mirror. Let me see your picture. See, some of y'all, okay, you got the little baby. You took a picture? Huh? That's your, your, your new, new guest, so I don't want to pick on you. Huh? Come on, Tanika, you took your picture? Let's see. Hmm? Oh, she, oh, she got, uh, she all sassy in her picture. Now, I know this is simple. This is, this is so simple. I can blame any and everyone else. And ultimately, you know what I do? Is I'll blame, I'll even blame God under, under my breath. You know, I, I've been serving you. Why is this happening to me? When we get to the other side, we're going to know everything that we communicated to God that we blamed him for. And we're going to, I think we're going to have like some feet in our mouth. You know, put your foot in your mouth. Because we don't have a clue. But the Lord told me to share, and I felt like the Lord told me to share with you, that if you are or ever, if you're ever overtaken by anything, We cannot blame anyone else. The very first thing that Adam and Eve did in the garden when they fell was to blame someone else. Adam said, hey, the woman that you gave me, he blamed two people, her and God. The woman you gave. It was the woman you gave me. That's the reason why I ate it. So you gave me this woman. My wife. Or my husband. Or my parent. Because God was their parent. You gave her to me. Right? Adam didn't stop to think about it. She was taken right from his side. Yeah, it was you, Adam. <laughs> As a matter of fact, guess what Eve's name was at that time? Her name was Adam. <laughs> God created them and named them Adam. And Eve was named Eve because Adam named Eve after she sinned. So he had nobody to blame but himself. Oh, look at that. I, I got that little picture in there. Don't blame her now. I'm almost done. I believe some of us need to recover. I believe there's some things that's been stolen from us. I believe there's some peace that's been stolen from us. I believe there's some joy that's been stolen from some of us. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. And you know what? We can blame everyone else. I believe some of us has lost our footing and our position with, in God because we've been caught up with the snare. And some of us feel so entrapped. Some of us feel like there's no hope, there's no way out. Sounds like a trap to me. 
Some of us feel upside down. That's what a snare normally does is catch him, and next thing you know, you're hanging upside down. You feel like your life is upside down? I don't know. This is, this is crazy because I'm looking at faces, and I know God is talking to somebody. Now, uh, here we go. Now, see, some of you keep looking at my, my, my picture because you're saying you're the enemy. It's you, Pastor. I know some of you think. That's a nice shot, man. See a little horn sticking up there. Because sometimes the biggest devil is us. Now, if this doesn't fit you, and I know I didn't preach an eloquent message, I just, I just did what I felt to do. Is that wherever you are in your life, I'm not even talking walk with God right now, I'm talking about your life. Your natural life, okay? Physical life. Your love life. Because I know, you know, a lot of times, like, especially certain age groups, like, that takes up, like, 95% of the person's, uh, uh, you know, uh, what what you call it, quality of life, is their love life. And then when they find out it's all a big hoax anyway, that type of love. Anyway, that's true love. And no matter what that is, because some of you are on the other side, like, what love, what, what, what love has to do with it? <laughs> love has everything. The right love has everything to do with it. And some of us don't have hope, joy. We're just kind of existing. We don't, we don't even know. And we just believe anything that the world has to offer. Is this too simple and practical? I know some of you, you lost an hour sleeping, so you're trying to get it now, and that's fine. It it doesn't really bother me. When I was younger, if if someone was sleeping while I was preaching, I'd get right next to them and get loud. Hey, you know what God said? (laughs) I'll wait till they... Now get them. Now I just get quieter so you can go and get your nap in. Because you know what? It's right when you're taking that nice nap, the Holy Ghost is really trying to talk to you. And you missed out on something you'll never get back. And it's not my fault. I'm not trying to be harsh and cruel. Now, I know this man, he hadn't had any sleep. So I understand he probably said, Pastor, I'm sorry. You can come after the service. I had, he hadn't slept in I don't know how long he's been. So, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not knocking someone who had to work and all that. But what I'm saying is, I'm closing with this thought. And this altar is going to be open to everyone. Because the bottom line is I need to identify with me. Outside of everything else, everything that's out there, no one and no thing can stop me. The Bible said, if God be for me, who can be against me? And not only that, he started naming things. 
And he named every single thing he could name except for one thing. And that was me. And all the things he named, he said, no principality of power, no rulers. Or he, he said, uh, things uh, to come, things that are present, he, nothing. And then he, he named all these things, and he left one thing out. He left out you and I. Because that is the thing that can cause us to lose our place with God. The devil can't take away your peace. Problems, troubles you go through, it can't take away your peace and good joy. I'm, hear me, it cannot. Nothing can take away your righteousness. You can only choose to forfeit it. Becoming your worst enemy. The devil can't stop you. I heard one, one lady who was born, raised in church, and she said, she told me a couple of years back, she said, and I went to talk to her, she said, the, de- the world's got me. The devil has a hold of me. And she said it like, you know, she was like, she was smiling. The world's got me. It's like, no. You've been taken captive. But it's you're you're opposing yourself. Because if you want to be set free, you can be set free. If you want the things of God, you can have it. If you want more of God, you can have him. Won't you stand, please? I want you to keep that picture, that selfie. If it's not a good one, take a good one. If you want a nice background, get somewhere and take a nice background picture. And I want you to keep that selfie. And every time you go to blame someone else, I want you to pull that selfie out and say, you know what? I'm in control of my circumstance. Won't you come? Come on. I'm going to open this altar up to anyone and everyone. That at some point recently, you blame circumstances, situations, people, conditions, physical, medical. God, help me do a self-evaluation. And help me to understand that I can strengthen myself in God. I can through the help of you because nothing, no weapon formed against me can prosper. And if you're for me, who can be against me? I can recover all. Come on, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, this message is for everyone. Your guest, this message is for you. Come on, in Jesus' name. You don't have to stay where you are. You don't have to live feeling all hope is lost. There are some of you who are looking 
for answers. You're looking to recover. I'm telling you right now, it lies within you. Because it's between you and him. Come on, if I can help some, get some ministers to help us to pray with some of these people right now. We're just going to pray with you. If you need to pray, if you're a minister and you need to pray, you go ahead and pray. Come on, in Jesus' name. There's some precious people. Amen. That needs the hand and the touch of God right now. We're going to pray with them. We're going to pray for them. Come on, sometimes we become our worst enemy. We oppose ourselves. God is trying to get us to a place in him where we can take some things back. We can take our life back. We can take some joy. We can get a hold of some peace. His righteousness. Come on, God is calling us to a deeper place in him. A more glorious place in him. trying to do in my life in the name of Jesus Christ in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that's it in the name of Jesus Christ in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus that's it Come on, let God love on you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive the love of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, Lord. Have your way, Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, that's it. Don't let the the devil lie to you. Don't let him tell you it's hopeless. In Jesus' name. It's not hopeless. It's not over. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, whatever you have to do in me, Father, Father, 
Hallelujah. We give it to you right now, Father. Every preconceived idea, every thought that is not from you, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We trust you right now, Lord. We rely upon you, God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Ratabaha Satabaha Tabahaya. Rondo Boho Sondo Mohondela Baha Satabahaya. In the name of Jesus. Come on, that's it. Somebody recover all right now. Recover all right now. I'm going to recover all. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to get everything back that the adversary has stolen. Jesus' name. We come against adversity. We bind fear in Jesus' name. We bind hopelessness. Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. I'm not going to oppose myself anymore. I'm not going to be my worst enemy anymore. In the name of Jesus Christ. I'm going to follow after righteousness. I'm going to pursue peace. I'm going to seek your love. 